What it is, what it do, gamers. This is Kevin, a.k.a. Shonuff71. And you are joining us for season, season three, episode four of the Gaming Vessels podcast. in the digital studio alone along with me for this ride we have the bay area terror himself Dez, what's going on brother not much not much just happy to be here with all of you talking about things we love gaming all right all right we also have the food max of gaming who will maximize your gaming dollar we got trader joe what's going on brother Nothing, just enjoying my one day off, man. I love it. <laughs> I love it. He's not kidding, y'all. He's not yeah, kidding. Or, Maybe we should change your name to James Brown, Joe Brown, because you are the hardest working man podcasting yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think Sam from Gamer Husbands would probably like beat, beat me in the lick. That dude works more to, than I yeah, do. Yeah, it would have to be. A, it would have to be a work off. We'd have to. We'd have to calculate hours in a week and to. Decide who would get that title. <laughs> yep. But all right, gentlemen. So uh, why don't we kick it off this way, uh, Des? What you been playing this week, my friend? So I have been playing still with the Xbox. I've still been uh, playing a little bit of that, seeing what's going on. Uh, been having a lot of fun with it. Uh, still playing. Still, you know, got my nostalgic glasses nostalgia glasses on, so I'm still playing like Mass Effect, the first one. Uh, also been playing ReCore, a great game. I I know people didn't really like it that much, but I'm I'm really enjoying the platforming aspect of it. So that that game for me has been a lot of fun. I like like you know the jumping puzzles. I I, I don't know something about that game just really kind of speaks to me, and 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 the combat is is fun for me. The the um. The the aiming is a little weird on it though, because like if you if you move too far, you might trigger someone else when you're when you're trying to lock onto someone. But other than that, other than that, I really enjoy that game. So that's one of the games that I've been playing a lot. Really, haven't turned on my PS4. You know, I've just been uh, every so often I'll go back. I'm still still you know playing through Mad Max. Um, but yeah, that's really you know really about it. You know, just just really kind of relive reliving some of these. These old, these old games, for the most part. So. I can't wait to join you, man. I've been kind of hankering for some Xbox action myself. So, uh, so that's a good segue. What have you been playing, uh, Joe? Besides OT, uh, not much, man. In fact, last couple nights I went on my PlayStation and literally was coming through the OS, and I fell asleep numerous times both nights, last night and the night before. <laughs> so. Uh, what I have been playing, when I've been playing, um, everybody's golf, of course, is my usual like uh, kind of relax- relaxation game on there. So I've still been up to that. Um, also played a game called Rainbow Skies, which is a sequel to Rainbow Moon. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, but it's a turn-based strategy game um, developed published by uh, Play Asia, like East Asia Soft. 
on there, but the, the developers are just it's a small indie team from Germany, actually. And so, but it's straight up just in the same strategy RPG genre as, like, say, Final Fantasy Tactics or Disgaea. But the thing about Rainbow Skies and also Rainbow Moon is that they're kind of made to be user friendly and a little bit less math heavy than usual. Most of uh, you know strategy RPGs, Japanese strategy RPGs, so. Um, that's why I kind of uh, been kind of digging what I've been playing so far, at least because um, it doesn't you know endear you with like you know thirty minute battles. The battles are around you know four to five minutes, give or take, and it's pretty user friendly on there. Kind of you know, takes me back to the days of the Sega Genesis and, and playing the Shining Force series a bit. So kind of reminds me of that, and so uh, definitely something that could be deemed, even though it's in a hardcore. Um, type of genre can be a little bit more casual in its execution. So, what's the game again kinda, called? <clears throat> uh, Rainbow Skies. Rainbow Skies. I'm gonna write that down because it sounds kind of fun, actually. Yeah. Well, uh, what's what's it's, this? It's for the PS4, right? PS4, yeah, and if, I think it's. I believe it's cross by. If you have, uh, if you buy the PS4 version, you get the PS Vita version as well. On there, how quaint uh, support for the Vita nowadays. So, <laughs> <laughs> on there, so. Yeah. Um, other than that, um, I played a little bit of um, Horizon Chase Turbo. Uh, I played like a good half an hour of that. And uh, basically, if you're not familiar with that game, you know, we've talked in the, in the last couple of weeks about the, the Crew 2 and how we were hankering for an arcade racer. Well, this particular game is like basically you want you take like one dash of Daytona, two dashes of Outrun, and, and throw in. Uh, like maybe another like you know uh, 1980 1990 era uh, 1990s era arcade racing game and throw that into mix and that basically is Horizon uh, Chase Turbo basically it's it's an homage to like racing games of the past on there it's almost like you know uh, outrun ish in nature um, so but um, good tunes uh, good drifting gameplay mechanic. Uh, game is like 20 bucks on psn but i think it's available also on xbox and uh, pc as well on there but uh played a little bit and i'm enjoying myself so far so i definitely want to get back into it we played it a little bit at playstation experience the last couple years i think we saw it like this last year and the year before as well i think do you remember playing that game kev yeah i do it was very colorful they said something i enjoyed playing i'll definitely uh be looking into that a little bit further well there's definitely like ghost on there so like say if, if people on your friends list you could actually compare times on that and so that's why i think it's kind of cool mm-hmm. on there plus you know once you race a particular track one time it basically uh, has your ghost on the um map and then you'd be able to go and you know obviously see what your path was the last time on there to be able to go ahead and kind of get a feel for that but uh definitely we'll be playing that some more i've been enjoying that from a little i played of it on there so i think it's kind of cool and then pretty much that's hate to say it all i've been really playing this week i wish i had more time i've been meaning like i said last couple episodes to get back into destiny 2 and it's the point of uh (laughs) not if but when on there until I put that crack back into my rotation on there. You know? 
and maybe I should quit since I, I have I've quit and got my addiction <laughs> straight done with. Maybe I should join join Desmond on the side of uh, of uh, Destiny Two. Uh, I wouldn't say haters, but at the same time, Ew, like, yeah. I'm not a hater. You're, you're done, <laughs> but you're you're done with the game. You extracted everything you wanted out of the game, basically. Yeah. So. On there, and in, in a way, I kind of feel like maybe it's the same thing with me too. It's just, uh, you know, especially with the season two support coming up, and then with the the Warmind uh, DLC. I mean, if I do circle back, and when I do circle back, <laughs> I think I'm going to enjoy myself quite a bit. It might be a good time sink for me. So, all right. What you been playing, Kev? Well, for me, it's been a little bit of the same. I I have been back on the Destiny train, not on not uh, as hardcore as as I used to be, but I've been playing the fact doing the whole faction rally thing. Um, I kind of like the twist that they've done with the faction rallies because what it what it is is they set up um, basically you do uh, public events. And you do these public events to gain uh, renown for whatever faction you're representing. The unique twist that they've added to it is that I think they give you a little bit more health, but your you know your shields take almost three times as long to recharge. So when you're in the red zone, you really have to be careful because if you get taken out, your your renown level drops one point so there are these um uh requirements like okay once you get your renown up to a certain level you have to go and do a um a, a hidden a hidden sector or a secret sector i forget whether the hidden sector secret sectors whatever and you go and do those uh hidden sectors complete that and that basically cashes in your renown so that's going to give you some bonus uh, faction tokens that you can then take take in and uh, uh, turn in to build up your faction level. And I've really been enjoying that. It's um, it kind of it kind of adds a new layer of meta to the uh, public events. Your the enemies are a little bit tougher. Uh, it takes takes a little bit more to get them to, to take them out. You're definitely going to want to um, focus on your power weapons because power weapons are really what gets you through some of those some of those things, particularly the ones on. Um, uh, gosh, what was it? Was it Mars? For whatever reason, the uh, the Mars one seemed particularly the enemies there seemed particularly tough. So I've been doing that a lot. Um, still doing the uh, the weekly resets, uh, getting my uh, factions, not only my factions, but my uh, crucible in, getting my uh, strike my strike uh, my strikes in, getting that so I can get the power armor. So get so I'll finally be able to do that uh, do that horde mode on Mars. So. Uh, but yeah, that, I've been playing that a lot. So I've kind of been digging those um, that little little layer of meta that they've added to it. Is it something that's going to get somebody who's uh, done with the game back in? No, it's not. And you know, all this stuff, these updates, I want to say came with the more with the Warmind update. I could be wrong, but I want to say that that's what happened. 
Um, is it going to bring you back to Destiny if you're done? No, it's not. But it's it's still pretty cool. Uh, getting a couple of unique weapons that I really like. I've got an auto rifle from because uh, right now I'm rep I'm repping uh, War Cult. And uh, I'm kind of digging their weapons right now more so because I used to be uh, Dead Orbit. And, uh, and, well, before that, I was, uh, um, oh, what's the, 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 the red guy? I, I can't remember his name. New Monarchy. Yeah, yeah, New Monarchy. Yeah, yeah. I was New, New Monarchy. So I bounce around. I, I just go with whoever whoever has has the most interesting weapons at the time of the recycle so uh, yeah kind of digging that i saw a tweet from the guy that um is the creator of ishtar commander which is one of the third party apps uh that kind of feeds into destiny and it's one of the ones i usually use on there and he said that he is going to officially quit the program and take the program off the store if if there, anyone everyone out there doesn't support war cult this time so <laughs> uh, that's just thought it was humorous you oh know, hell so no try, try to steer the pot so. Mm-hmm. so i've been doing that also been playing everybody's golf but i've also been enjoying my pc more i've had uh for whatever reason i've had a little bit more time to game this past week and taking advantage of the summer steam sale which as of this recording is still going on it i believe it ends on july 5th so if you haven't uh, for folks out there uh who haven't had an opportunity to take advantage of this summer sale i would highly suggest you do so um i've been playing uh blades of is it blades of steel is it blades of, is it no, blades of, Blades of Steel is a hockey no, game on no. NES. Blades of Time, sorry. Blades, I knew it was Blades of something. Uh, Blades of Time, which basically is an action game of a po- very, very politically incorrect Laura Croft ripoff. Uh, she's definitely not uh, Anita Sarkeesian approved. Won't see, won't see her on, uh, <laughs> on Feminist Frequency. Uh, well, you might see it on feminine. Might have seen it on feminist frequency at, at one point as being a horrible game. But the the emphasis with Blades of Time, although it is a blatant rip off Laura Croft, uh, is that it's an action game. It's not a very good action game, to be perfectly honest. the The combat is very um, simple very rote you know you have your light attacks and you have your heavy attacks and the game disguises difficulty behind enemies that are just that have like no hit detection whatsoever like there'll be there'll be somebody who on screen that's like five inches away from you you know Represent, I would say that would probably represent X amount of feet away from the main character. And they're hitting, it's almost like Thunder Punch He-Man from the 80s, you know. <laughs> you, you see it here and you feel it there type of thing. <laughs> it is just, it is, it is just, the hit detection is just booty. <laughs> but, no, it's that bad. But, but it is the game itself is very is 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 kind of hilarious in how bad the dialogue is. Um, the the main character has this uh, 
British accent that is just so overly emphasized. And it, 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 some of the things she says is just downright hilarious. I, I wouldn't do it justice trying to repeat some of the lines, but these lines are supposed to be serious and the delivery the delivery of these lines is just absolutely pitiful. But uh, it, 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 it is it is um, it is janky and it, the jank gives it its character if if that makes any sense. And the game is only six bucks, so uh, it is de- is definitely <laughs> it might be worth your uh, purview for that for for such a low amount of money. Uh, another one that is definitely fits plainly in the jank description is Marlowe Briggs and the Mask of Death. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, if you mix Shaft with God of War, that's basically what Marlowe Briggs is. And it it too it, it except the thing with Marlowe Briggs is that it does not take itself seriously at all. It is well, that's good at least. I mean, it yeah, it is like old school God of War with except this camera hardly ever moves, so it's always at that three up upwards three quarter perspective. Um, Marlowe Briggs is this brother man visiting his girlfriend on this dig. Uh. uh with who who was working for this uh, Asian conglomerate run by this man called uh, Dong Lo, either Tong Lo or Tung Lo or Dong Lo. It's, it's, it's something Lo. <laughs> and so stuff goes left when his girlfriend decides that she doesn't want to um, partake in in this project anymore. So Dong Lo brings his goon squads in, kidnaps her, and uh, one of his henchmen, or henchwoman in this case, runs Marlo Briggs through with this uh, artifact spear that uh, was was dug up in the while harvesting these resources in these my in this Mayan temple. So the. the the spear gives Marlo brings Marlo Briggs back to life, and it's basically the mask is like a straight up rip from uh, the Crash Bandicoot. I mean, it's got the same color scheme, same everything. It's got the same little colored feathers over its head. I mean, it's a straight up rip from oh. <laughs> from Crash, and this thing has this uh, poorly acted out uh, uh, Latin <laughs> accent. And they kind of break the fourth wall, man. It's a, you know, you miss a jump and the, the mask will tell you something silly like, uh, okay, the object is for you to jump from one platform to another. That's what platforming is about. I mean, it, 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 it talks mad crap to you, but the combat is is nowhere is nowhere near what God of War, <laughs> what even the traditional God of Wars were. It is bad, but I can't. It, it it also has that jank level that just gives it so much. Uh, just adds so to much character. Yeah, it is very funny. The enemies all look the same. Like like I fought a, um, I fought a, a a armored enemy with a flamethrower on this free falling. Um, I guess like if you're in a shipyard. 
like this massive metal storage container. I mean, the storage container would have hit the ground long before this battle would have ended. But it, <laughs> it was just like one of those things that this game does that is just absolutely crazy. There's this this tongue low guy has. Uh, Did you say tongue low? Yeah, it's either it's either dong low or tongue low. One or the other. I can't remember uh-huh. which. That's that's the your, the villain's name. He is part of this Asian conglomerate. Uh-huh. That is harvesting resources from, uh, I guess the ma- the the mask of death used to be this ancient Mayan king. This used to be his his kingdom. So he's he's brought Marlo Briggs back to life to help him take revenge on um, the desecration that's going on in his uh, in his kingdom. And this Tung Lo guy has like these massive drillers, like. Uh, you know, it totally like stuff, something like you'd expect to see in Earth Defense Force type stuff. You know, it, it, it's absolutely crazy. Massive explosions just for the sake of massive explosions. Uh, you know, the, the hit detection is not as bad as Blades of Time, but it, it, it's not all that great either. <laughs> wow. But it's just it's an awesome game. So I've been playing that. Um, I picked up Mad Max for six bucks. That is probably the the steal right now. Yeah, it's a good uh, game. Yeah, it is. It is the freaking steal. I haven't played it on. I played through it on PlayStation. I will definitely play through it again on PC. Um, but I've been playing that. I also picked up uh, Ninja Gaiden Z uh, Yaiba, which is. I don't know which game is worse. I don't know if it's Ninja Gaiden 3 or if it's Yaiba. Because both of these games are straight. It's trash, but at least Yaiba is is funny. I'll give it that much. It's done in the cell-shaded style. Uh, Yaiba is a member of the Black Spider Clan who gets taken out by... Ryu, who he was sent to assassinate Ryu Hayabusa. All I can say is good luck with that. It didn't end well for him. He got cut up real bad in this uh, enemy, this organization outfitted him with cybernetic parts. So he, the idea is that he's they're using him to stop a zombie apocalypse, but he also wants to use his cybernetic uh, abilities to get revenge on Ryu Hayabusa at the same time. So it, it's also not politically correct because the gal who outfitted him with uh, uh, with the cybernetic parts, see, he's constantly making jokes about her chest size. So <laughs> it, it's just like one of those one of those games, man. It, it, but it, it, it's it's kind of it's still kind of garbage in the hit detection and what you expect from a ninja guiding game, but it's it's only six bucks, so man. You're yeah. playing a lot of jank this week, Kevin. <laughs> Dude, I I mean, I it, it is weird. It, I, like I use my computer, you know, a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, you 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 know, and well actually this computer only cost me like 150, 200 bucks out of pocket. I I did my trade for the trade again stuff to actually build this thing. And it's like, um, I use my PC to play these like weird games. Like I, I have like top notch stuff. Like I've got a Bayonetta, 
you know, with the unlock frame rate and vanquish runs at, at super the greatest mode. So I had, I do have games like that on here and for like the newer stuff, like I will definitely be paying, be playing rage Two on PC and, you know, the next doom on PC. Uh, so it's not like I'm just using it for, for funky stuff like this, but I have just like really been digging using my gaming PC to play like games that came out last gen or earlier and just playing those playing those games. Like I, I've got a uh, split second on here and, and playing a game like split second at 60 frames per second with, you know, in and at, well, it's not ultra it's high, but just being able to play that, play those, some of those games, it's almost like playing a new game with some of them. And other ones like, uh, you know, Marlowe Briggs and, and Blades of Time, it's just, it's just jank for the sake of jank. And it doesn't cost you all. It doesn't really cost you that much to enjoy. So, you know, that, that that's kind of sort of what I've been using my gaming, my gaming PC for. It's just, uh, you know, it, it's probably blasphemy from the PC elitist, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm having fun with it. And, you know, it's going to play the, is going to play the the graphically demanding stuff, um, but because I do have Doom, uh, I've also been playing Far Cry Five on it. I, I traded in my my console version, the PlayStation version, and got the PC version of that. And that game just it's just you know buttery smooth on this rig, uh, ultra everything. Again, I'm in 1080p, so. I'm running everything, ultra textures, ultra shadows, all that good stuff. But, I mean, that's just what I've been using my gaming rig for, and I've just been absolutely, absolutely loving it. So, uh, uh, Kudos to you, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's been a while since I've turned it on. I, with this, this, this Steam sale for the summer, it's just kind of spurred me on to turn this thing on. And, oh, it's good. It's like you're using it not only to buy games, but actually to play them. Out yeah. Me, so. <laughs> so I'm sure you want to get on the Steam train too, right, Desmond? Uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I do. Really? I do. Yeah. You know, you I, still have. You're still looking to. You, you know, wanted to put a rig together or buy a rig yeah, rather. Yeah, I'm still. I'm still trying. You know, I just, I just got to sit, 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 sit down and do it. You know. Yeah. So. Uh, that's that's the thing that I, that I need to do, but I do want I do want to um, I definitely do want to do it at some point and and get my computer gaming on. So yeah. just haven't yet. Yeah. Well, it, it's good stuff. But uh, all right, folks. Well, that's what we've been uh, playing this pa- for this week. Uh, we're going to get into a bit of a discussion in our main event this week regarding crossplay. And you know, um, I think the the, the cross the crossplay issue, I think we've uh, we've seen <clears throat> kind of the fallout uh, pun pun intended <laughs> from the uh, the Fortnite issue with uh, Epic accounts being or play or Sony locking Epic accounts regarding your progression and your I think it also locks your uh, the items that you've bought behind uh, uh, Sony it, behind Sony's ecosystem 
we're also seeing some uh, some other uh, developers like uh, Todd Howard recently uh, came out and spoke about some of the about what he what they like would like to do with Fallout seventy six with regards to crossplay. And in an interview that Todd Howard did with a German gaming website uh, called Gamerstar.de, he said we'd really love to to do that, referring to crossplay. But right now, we can't. Sony is not as helpful as everyone would like. And uh, the <clears throat> the folks at uh, Polygon reached out to Bethesda Softworks for further comment. Uh, the public, the publisher had nothing to add, and um, so I guess what we're going to what we're going to talk about with this uh, uh, main event is just give our impressions, um, beginning with the announcement of of Fortnite being available on the Switch and people finding out that there's no uh, pro- cross progression, no cross play. Uh, between the Switch and the PlayStation, uh, that as well as this whole cross-play discussion, uh, we're just going to give our impressions on that. So, uh, Des, uh, what's your impression on the whole cross-play, cross-progression debate on the console side of things? Um, well, I think it's bad, but can you really blame Sony for for wanting to? to kind of keep it in their ecosystem. I mean, I get it that, that, you know, connectivity and, and people wanting to be able to be connected on the internet and playing together and all that other stuff. And, and, and it's funny because all of, uh, all of Sony's things or the commercials is all about, you know, play together, be together, be with your friends, but only in our ecosystem. Yeah. You know, that's the catch. So, so part of me is kind of like, well, that's kind of what you sign on for if you're going to be – if you want to do that, you know. And and I think that's what they want to do. They, it, it's a, it's about protecting what they have and protecting uh, their their client base, you know. And, and, and because the more you allow them to go do separate things, it takes money out of their pockets. I mean it's a very capitalist thing to do, but, but that's – you know that's what they can do. You know, and that's hey, when you when you buy into their when you buy their product, it, they have no they have no um, uh, reasoning to 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 let it be crossplay or anything like that. I, for them, I think it's above and beyond what they are what they want to do with their product. So, is it great? You know, you know, no. Does it suck? Yeah, but. But that's just what that that's what they can do, you know. So so for me, I'm just like, well, you know, okay. And, and I understand not everybody can go out there and buy every system, you know. But but the people that are you know kind of you know angry, you know, some they they just want to you know play with their friends. So I mean, I guess I'm of two minds of it, you know. Am I angry at Sony for for doing that? No, because it's their system and they can do whatever they want. I'm just. I guess I'm just more uh, disappointed because I'm thinking because I would think that they would be able to just just unlock uh, crossplay with certain games. It doesn't have to. It doesn't. Have, I don't think it has to be something for, where, where like when you when you unlock something, then the floodgates open and and, and we're playing multi playing with everybody. You know, um, and I guess it's like the same thing with Destiny. 
you know, um, to, to an extent. Although I don't think I don't think uh, well, can the y'all, you guys probably tell me this? Can the Destiny players who play on 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 the on the PC play with uh, Xbox people? Is that nope. How, see, so so this is something that I think this is just just a weird outlier that just kind of happens in the that that has kind of happened with Fortnite for some reason, you know, and and. And will this change in the future? I don't know, um, but who 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 could say? I, I mean, and then again, I don't have a horse in this race. I have no skin in this game, so I don't play the game. So you know, I, I feel for you. I really do. And 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 I and I guess it's and another aspect of it that the other thing people don't realize is is that like if you have one say on on Microsoft you have your account on Microsoft and you spent money on that stuff and you and you've paid for those packs and you've paid money into the game above above you know just buying the game or whatever you spent hard earned cash from the money for your stuff that stuff cannot transfer over you know and then you have to start over from scratch i get that that sucks it's horrible um but again it's that is you know I mean, it's it's terrible, you know. It's terrible, but I don't know. Like I, I, like I, I, my heart goes out to you, you know. But at the same time, it's it's it, it's their baby. They can do whatever they want. Unfortunately, you know. Um, in the future, I, I I hope I hope that there will be a, some kind of understanding that way. Folks on who prefer different consoles will be able to play with other people on other consoles. Um, I think that would go a long way to stop or or to lessen the quote unquote console wars or whatever. But um, but yeah, you know, this kind of is what it is. What do you think, Joe? Um, I'm hoping at some point we'll get beyond this. I think Sony is the only console manufacturer of the three are not willing to quote unquote play ball on here. And so in a way I would, you know, Kevin, I know you played like destiny two with your uh, nephew. And I know that if you were able to move your character over from PS4 over to Xbox without having to start a new character over on that side of the fence, would that be something that would be advantageous to you? on that or as far as to be able to carry over your destiny save over into multiple platforms possibly not really because i only play one one character per per game gotcha. like with destiny one i tried doing the running the three characters and nah i'm i don't i'm not about that life uh so i just picked a a class and just went with it now when i went to the xbox side i ran a titan so I was starting fresh along with him and we played through. Now my nephew has gone and devoured the, the main game and devoured the, the, the content. I don't think he's playing uh, Warframe. So, I mean, I mean, I don't think he's playing the uh, Warmind DLC. Uh, he, his thing is Warframe. So I think he's kind of in the, I've kind of been there and done. So I really have no need to play Destiny on the Xbox side because he's not really into it. Okay. But would 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 I have objected? Would it have been a nice feature to do? Yeah, it would have been a nice feature to do. But part of the enjoyment of playing with somebody else on a different platform is that you're both starting at ground zero. Yeah. So you're going through That's that content too. together, yeah. and I'm walking. I was able to walk him through some stuff and get his get get his uh, his feet wet in the Destiny universe, the Destiny Two universe, rather because he didn't play the first one. 
and yeah. you know kind of walk with him through that and that that was the whole thing is for us to to play together in the same game so uh yeah as far as far as my opinion i could see the outrage out there i don't like Desmond said, I don't have a horse in this game. Uh, I don't play Fortnite. So, you know, if I wanted to play Fortnite on my Switch and my PS4, you know, I would be like kind of screw blued and tattooed as far as having to, uh, you know, redo my progress and whatnot. And, you know, I've seen people on Twitter too, like buying an Xbox outright and quitting PlayStation 4 and selling a PS4. And hey, uh, if you if you feel that strongly about it, you know, more power to you on there. So, I mean, back in the day, um, there was a news story back in 2011 that, you know, when we were talking about this years ago on Gamer Husbands, um, the shoe was on the other foot. Uh, I, the company that brought out Tryon Worlds that brought out Defiance wanted to do crossplay between Xbox and PS3 at the time, and uh, they were told with Defiance that Microsoft will, would not support crossplay at that point in time. That it was actually quoted in the news story that the Sony was okay with it, but that Microsoft wasn't okay with it at that point in time. So, even though they're laying their cards on the table now and have progressed from that point on there, um, you could definitely see to where they need to come to some sort of agreement on there. And, and what I kind of par- you know kind of what's similar in nature to this is remember when Bethesda. And Sony were having issues with uh, mod support on Fallout 4 and also on Skyrim. On there is that eventually Sony did announce saying that uh, you know they weren't going to support mods, so on and so forth on that. And uh, eventually Sony came around to support mods on PS4 for both uh, Fallout and for Skyrim on there. So I'm thinking. Uh, there is going to be some way that they're going to compromise in some way, whether it's going to be the full brunt, you know, cross-generation play. I don't know if you guys seen the Minecraft uh, commercials now that are advertising cross-play between the Switch and the Xbox, but, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're kind of uh, amplifying the whole issue by advertising it, you know, so, because, you know, on PlayStation, you can't play Minecraft with other platforms, so, um both Sean Layden and Mark Cerny were at a um, a game event in Spain, and a reporter from Eurogamer asked Sean Layden for a, a comment about the whole situation and what he said, and this is a full quote. He says, we're hearing it. We're looking at a lot of the possibilities. You can imagine that the circumstances around that affect a lot more than just one game. I'm confident we'll get to a solution that will be understood and accepted by our gaming community while at the same time supporting our business on there. So that kind of circles back to what you were saying, Desmond, on there, that they're going to do what they're going to do, but they're going to do it for what they need to then be done for, for them as a business, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to take a look at that. I, I just, to me, the more open avenues, the better. You know, you know, and I could totally see both sides of the coin on there. I could definitely see. I'm not outraged by it because it's, like I said, it's not a game I'm playing right now. And then you know, whether I would like to play, like maybe a PlayStation save on my Switch, eh, sure. If if I really care about taking the game on the go, but. Um, I could also understand why Sony doesn't want to support this. It's basically they don't want an Xbox Live sign-in on PlayStation. It doesn't make any sense So mm-hmm. on that. And it just depends on how user-friendly they're going to want to be. And I'm thinking right now they are getting the brunt 
of negativity online right now, and and you know, they really should think about a compromise in some way on this. So, mm-hmm. okay. um, I am of a completely different mindset. Um, my I'm an old school. I'm an old school dude. Um, I started gaming back in the late seventies. You know, back when there was uh, before all this internet stuff, before all this, you know, quote unquote, social media console war stuff. You know, back when we had Atari, you know, twenty six hundred VCS or the Sears equivalent, <laughs> the Intellivision or the Sears equivalent. You know, ColecoVision. You know, each console was vying for the consumer's dollars. Uh, by playing to specific strengths and each one had their respective weaknesses too so that's my background when I come when I come into this space um, so admittedly I am a I am a dinosaur uh, that is that is kind of slowly seeing the uh, the gaming space change uh, for lack of a better word, that it's not very suitable for the type of gaming that I like to do. So I'm coming in from that old man, get off my lawn standpoint. The bottom line is this. I don't buy a, I don't buy a, a PlayStation expecting to play with people on an Xbox, people on a Switch, or even people on PC for that matter. I buy a PlayStation for whatever for because I want to play games on that platform. I don't the same reason for an Xbox. I don't buy an Xbox expecting to play games or get my progression carried over uh, uh, to be able to play with PlayStation, be able to play with Switch. You know. And it's not like Sony has no crossplay at all, from what I understand. For again, I don't play Fortnite either. Uh, it's not my game, not my type of game. So I have no dog, no dog in this race either. Uh, you can play crossplay with people on PC. You can crossplay with people on mobile. So the fact that I think what it boils down to is that there is no real reason to do crossplay with your competitors because on that side you're quick you're you're it's like that first step in devaluing your your product one less thing that makes it unique apart from from the other things the other con the other consoles that are in this same space uh, other thing is that Microsoft is and I'll just say it, they have devalued the Xbox. Uh, play anywhere. You don't have to have an Xbox to play Xbox exclusives. Um, now they're kind of trying to, they're kind of stepping back from that, if you remember at E3, where at PC is getting exclusives at the Xbox isn't getting. Um, they have basically made the Xbox a... a non-essential if you want to play gears if you want to play if you want want to play the next halo if you want to play forza you don't need an xbox to do it you can you can just get it on pc 
So Microsoft is in a space where they are taking steps. And yeah, are these things consumer friendly? Oh man, they are super consumer friendly. But when you take away the necessity to own your product, you're just devaluing it. You know, I, instead of t buying, t taking that money to buy a 1S or a 1X, I can just upgrade my desktop PC uh, if need be and be able to play those games with better frame rates and, and better uh, graphics quality than, than what the console variations are, are, are able to do. And when third-party developers start stepping in, they say, well, you know, you know, Sony's not as helpful as we want it to be, and, and you know, we want to do this whole cross-play thing. They don't have a dog in this race either because their game is going to be on multiple platforms. They don't care about getting hardware into the, into the homes. They just want to get the game out to as many people as possible. So this whole thing about them wanting to do, it's real easy when you're not having to be responsible for getting the widgets <laughs> into, the, into the people's homes. You're just the guy that's, that, is, that you're able, able to slip the widget, you know, something that you can slip the widget into. And that's as far as your interest goes in this thing. So I don't, you know, I, I just think it's, I think this is the, the, world's biggest nothing burger in, in, in gaming right now. I, I just don't understand why people feel the need to be able to, because of the decisions that they have made, feel that everybody else needs to codify that decision. And, and let's be frank, you can get Xbox Ones and, and, and PlayStation 4s for under 200 under 200 bucks. You know, not talking about pros and one X's here. I'm just talking about the base hardware. It's not unfeasible to have at this point in the generation to have more than one platform. You know, it's not. I, I, I've got all four platforms. I got PC, Xbox, PlayStation, and Switch. It's not it, it's not out of the realm for the average Joe gamer to have everything. Um, so I think we can step away from from that whole argument of, well, I can only... Now, yes, are there people that can only afford one platform or only yeah. have the time to play one platform? I would Absolutely. think so. I would think so. That, that there would the, be a couple, you know. Yeah, but for the most part, I think the majority of people that are heavy into gaming could make the necessary adjustments to their discretionary budget to be able to acquire more than one console platform. PC again is a whole different beast, you know. That that's that's more money obviously. But I I think this whole thing is is crazy and let's not forget we're going back to Fortnite is that you don't need PlayStation Plus to play Fortnite Fortnite online. As I understand it, none of their free to get free to play games that are uh, network connected require PlayStation Plus. You have to have Xbox Live Gold to play Fortnite. So if someone is and if someone is is willing to trade in, you know, whatever platform they have, uh, and have to pay extra 
to play it on another platform because that's what the market is for. You know, you make your you make your own decisions with regard to that. But this is this is crazy. Uh, it, it, in 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 my opinion, it is just people feeling that the decisions that they've made over mass produced uh, Fortune 500 company made boxes that everybody has to has to cater to the to that purchasing decision that they've made. You know, that'd be like that would be like. Um, I'm I'm a bit of a car guy, and a couple of days ago, uh, Dodge just announced their new lineup of uh, Dodge Challengers, and it would be like Dodge come stepping up and reintroducing these, you know, three new variants of the Challenger, the you know the Hell, Hellcat Red Eye, the standard Hellcat, and uh, the 392, and telling and telling every announcing to everybody that. Right now, folks, it, you don't have to buy a Challenger to get the 750 horsepower engine. If you have a Mustang, if you're buying a Mustang, if you're buying a Camaro, we're offering our 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 top of the line, most horsepower in in, in the muscle car class for Chevy and Ford. So all you have to do is mark this mark this on on your order sheet when you go and buy a new car. It devalues your product. It's like you mean I can have a Camaro with 750 horsepower straight from the factory. I don't need to buy a Challenger. Oh, that's great. You know, sounds great for the consumer. The consumer has all this choice. But as the the manufacturer, their product, which is in this case is their car, is just devalued into the tank. So I mean that's that's, that's just the way that's just the way I look at. It. I, I think this is just entitled people wanting wanting to wanting to not have to uh own up to their purchasing decisions i mean that, that's basically what it is and, and yeah i know i'm the i'm the old man i'm the get off my lawn man but <laughs> i'm honestly surprised that this thing has has had the legs that that it's getting i think it got rejuvenated with todd howard's recent uh recent statements but uh, I mean, people are still talking about the whole Fortnite crossplay. I mean, it's not just the the uh, account lock. They're talking about the whole crossplay thing. And it's, it's I don't know. I, I, that's just my perspective on it. Well, okay then. <laughs> yeah. So uh, with that, so did you guys have anything else you wanted to mention before we move on to our next to the next segment of the show? Uh, I think you capped it off, sir. <laughs> you got that dollop of cream and the and the little parsley on the side. I think, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, all righty then. So let's move into our news. So Joe, why don't you tell us what's been going on in the world of gaming lately? There's a few things just want to kind of kind of talk about a little bit. Uh, Nintendo's new president, uh, Shinotaro Fuku, Furukawa, if I could say that three times real fast, uh, replaced the uh, succeeding Mr. Tatsumi Kimishima. 
this week on there. And he did make a statement this week saying that um, they talked about mobile gaming on there, of course. Uh, they do want to make it a pillar of their company's income. They want to make at least 100 billion yen off of mobile gaming. So <laughs> we'll have to see if that happens. But, you know, this is kind of... It will. It will. It's just it, kind of... Like people, uh, not to cut you off, my friend, but but that's the thing. We here in America are the ones that are really not on the on on the bus. You know, mobile gaming. You know, in other countries, especially in Japan, is big money. Yeah, yeah. in Japan, China, uh, Korea, that is some big money. Okay, and so we are the ones that are that are late to the boat on that. So yes, they to, to put out that projection, I think is is will be spot on. In my opinion, one hundred percent spot on, and and personally, I personally don't like you know, um, uh, I don't like mobile games. Just just I just never was a fan of them. Yeah. But I tell you, I think the reason why I'm not a fan of them is because I just don't think I I don't think of my phone like that. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I don't I either. That's a but but I think that's a that that is an American kind of kind of thing. You know, um, but. And, and I just think some of the games that we have are way too predatory. So, and I think if if we were able to have, you know, games that were that were really real, like real real games, then I think it would. I'd be much more like apt to be cool. You know, this this is kind of fun. Yeah, let's let's do this. But right now, no, no, no. I know. Mr. Furukawa actually said it's an important business to keep in mind for the future. He says that reaching 100 billion yen is going to be difficult. Uh, we're going to keep producing original creative games to realize that goal, however, he yep. stated. So so they're going to come in with all ponies in the show on this thing. And this is kind of kind of funny to think that, you know, four – Five years ago, Awada did not want to put a um, horse in the cart, you know, on this thing. They didn't want to uh, even think about mobile with all these questions circling around about the future of Nintendo and the viability of the Wii U and all this other stuff. So, so, so I have a question about that, though. So, with with the with the Vita going away, you know, and Sony not having a handheld, do you think they're going to drop money into into a phone type of thing and playing games on on, on mobile? Because, because think uh, about it, every think about it. Everyone has a phone. Everyone yeah. has a phone. Not everyone had a Vita. And yeah. if you could actually make make a, a a phone gaming hybrid, I mean, come on. And, and and by that I mean an actual game, not not the the, the weird predatory. I'm tapping on the screen a whole bunch of times. No, I'm talking about a full fledged game with that that people can get behind. I think. Like, I don't know, you know. Oh, well, they did make a mention. Um, they talked about, and this is the reason why I brought this new yep. story up, is that... Uh, I was kind of leading that, you in, buddy. That's why I yes, thinking. of course, yeah. That uh, Nintendo's other console, the 3DS, may also be seeing some love according to Mr. Furukawa's plans, uh, saying that he expressed the possibility of a, a successor to the 3DS, saying that Nintendo is, quote-unquote, considering various possibilities on there. Now, this is not a confirmation of any sort of new console, but it does suggest that Nintendo is trying to see uh, what their options are on there. So, and to me, I just kind of raise my eyebrow at this because, you know, I think out of everyone I know, I have not jumped on the to the Switch gravy train as much as I thought I would be on there. And I've been still playing my back catalog of 3DS games. And to me, um, 
you know, the, the line between console games and portable games, there was, you know, certain games that played better on portable systems on there. And, you know, I could definitely see to where I don't know if you guys would support another Nintendo portable system of some sort, but I would definitely like to see what, you know, maybe not a $300 system like the Switch, but if they have another like a dollars system for entry-level gamers and the type of games that they would bring out and support on the system, I, I would definitely think... I think I would support that. I don't uh, know. Like, wholeheartedly. I, yeah. I, I don't know. But I'm I, I personally am more intrigued with with this phone gaming hybrid thing, you know, and 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 I think I think someone needs to get out there and do that and actually, you know, make that happen. They really put money in that because that's I'm telling you, that's kind of the the for me, I'm like I mean, probably already are people doing it, but for for Nintendo to do something like that, I don't know. I, I mean, I I, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Kev, what do you think about that? Uh, I kind of sort of think that if they do something for a 3DS successor, I think it would be a variant of the Switch. Okay. Uh, meaning that I think the cartridge, the games would be interchangeable. There might be some kind of give and take into the fidelity between, you know, what the Switch can do, the full-size Switch, and what their what that portable will be able to do. But I kind of sort of see the saw the Switch as being Nintendo's entry into the market as having one platform that can handle both tabletop gaming and mobile mobile side gaming. I'm a Switch owner. I never take my Switch with me anywhere. I look at the Switch. Yeah. I honestly, I I, I paid three hundred dollars for this thing. Well, I actually I got it for free, but it, yeah. it's valued at three hundred dollars. I'm not taking this thing out and running the risk of me dropping it because I'm clumsy as all get out. Um, I'm not running the risk of me leaving it somewhere. Uh, because I can be forgetful at times. And in fact, when I was at church, I left my phone in the pew. You know, had it right in my hand one second, left it right there in the pew the next. And some, a kind, a, a kind uh, soul was, someone was nice enough to say, hey, you left your phone. Um, so there's that. And uh, I look at the Switch as being Nintendo's desktop platform that's what it's that's how it's serving me and i get it that you can take it and do it and and do it and play mobile with it i understand that i when i think of mobile when i think of something portable gaming i'm thinking of something considerably smaller than the switch because I don't have pants pockets that I would be able to fit the switch in. I don't <laughs> okay, have. That's you know, pretty funny. I, I honestly don't. I mean, uh, I'm I sure. Can, I'm I, sure I, Joe a, knows it. Yes. Now a 2ds, my 2ds XL will fit comfortably in my pocket, uh, but I want something I can throw in my lunch bag and take it to work. I can't do that with the switch. It's too big. Uh, we're also going to have. You're also going to have to have a unit that doesn't depend on this like you were saying des this tap tap tapping on the screen mm-hmm. i need buttons i need i need sticks uh yeah. i need dedicated controls for that so there i think if if any company could do it it would be nintendo i would also say sony but i think 
I think they're they're probably not as likely to venture back into the portable gaming sphere again. Um, I think the Sony a Sony one would carries too much baggage, and I don't know that gamers would be willing to give them a chance with regard to that. Uh, but I think if we do see a 2DS successor, I think it's going to be a variant of the Switch. And if Nintendo could put that into a functioning phone, oh, it, it it's over. <laughs> it's it, it's it's over. I mean, it, that would be that would be that would be absolutely fantastic if they could true tr- you know take a variant of the Switch, give you phone services, you know, have you know, and get it through any, you know, get your T-Mobile, your AT and T, whatever. And actually have a functioning portable gaming unit that is also a phone, and have it be you know have the have everything be concise, compact, user friendly. Oh, that'd be that'd be hot. That'd be hot. So I'd like to see what they have up to what up up their sleeves, man. Definitely for sure. Uh, if Nintendo can't even get the mobile, I mean, as far as online thing done on the switch with their app <laughs> how they're gonna do a phone i mean they're gonna have to partner with someone that's i sure. think they would leave all that stuff up to you know just up to you know just have the functionality there and just hey whoever your your provider is just just have it do something you know we're not messing with that side you know we're just get we're just it's just a functioning phone that plays games uh, and but I do think that the the successor is going to have to the games are going to have to be interchangeable with the Switch. I would uh, agree. So that would have that that would be a requirement in my opinion. And speaking of different platforms, there's been some rumors coming around lately. Uh, sources have said that Google is planning a game platform that could take on Xbox and PlayStation on there. Oh. So. So over the last few months, uh, last the wildest rumors in the video game industry hasn't involved either the PlayStation 5 or the sequel to the Xbox. Uh, and the most interesting chatter is centered on a tech company that's been quietly making moves to tackle video games in a big way, Google. On there. So uh, Google has been kind of taking uh, some plans as far as what they've heard about. This is from a Kotaku article said they're going to take a three-pronged approach to this. They're going to have some sort of streaming platform, some sort of hardware, and attempt to bring game developers under the Google umbrella on there, whether they're going to recruit people over or even acquire companies and developers on there. So uh, so it's been said that they've been, been kind of making some rumbles starting at the uh, GDC conference in March this last year on there they have a streaming platform which is codenamed yeti which sources have said on there they also took meetings at e3 in la uh this past month uh on there uh to be able to talk to people on there to see if people are willing to develop for this system on there so and what is the streaming platform exactly it's kind of just like geforce now or um like uh, microsoft's foray into this uh 
streaming services uh, that they would basically be able to leave all the rendering graphically with a set of PCs that are uh, accessible remotely on there. That way you could play from whatever device that you want to play for. And imagine playing a game like Witcher 3 from your Google Chrome browser on there. So we'll have to see how all this is going to play out. But to me, um, getting my opinion in the mix, just like we talked about the uh, Xbox uh, mention of a streaming platform for the next console and, and Ubisoft's mentioning that the next generation of consoles might be uh, headway into some sort of streaming device on there. Do you guys think that Google's going to kind of stick you know, their uh, hand and play a hand in console gaming, you think? Or, uh, I mean, I, I don't think with the Internet access right now in the U.S. at least – Unless they partner up with Comcast or AT&T, I can't see this happening, but we'll have to see. Why can't you see it happening? I think it's a point of inevitability. It's just me not wanting to accept the fact that this is (laughs) the way console gaming is going to go on there. I mean, you know Bethesda with their whole uh, Elder Scrolls Blades game that they announced at the E3 this uh, past month? Uh, last month on there saying that you could play the game on mobile, you could play the game on VR, you could play the game on console, you could play the same game on PC, and they want to have it cross with all the different platforms that you have access throughout the day on there. Um, I could definitely see it's the wave of the future, but uh, I don't know. It's just going from uh, what uh, a, a known quantity, which is console gaming, playing a game in front of a TV, with a disc and a controller in your hand to just uh, being able to access some sort of super giant computer out there in the, in the uh, web out there somewhere. It's just the, uh, it's the concepts kind of hard for me to fathom a bit on there. What, what do you think, Kevin? I have zero interest in a streaming console. Zero. I know you do. Don't. Zero interest. I don't, I don't want to be playing, you know, street fighter six, and have to worry not only about the lag that's inherent with the game, but the lag that's going to be inherent with my internet connection. That that's that's that that's 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 cockadoodoo garbage. Um, if Google can now they mentioned hardware, hardware doesn't tell me anything either because they could say, hey, included in new smart TVs, you have the Google app. That you can stream your games to, or hey, if you don't have a smart TV, we have this console that you can connect and you can stream games that way. So that gives me zero confidence either. I think if they were, Google has the war chest to compete in the console space without yeah. a doubt. They got dollars. They got they got dollars, and they I think they got sense because I kind of like I'm not heavy 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 into Google technologies things, but that Google Home is pretty dope. <laughs> My stepfather in law had I got one for got one for him for Christmas this last year. It's pretty dope. I, I like it. So I kind of dig just my what Google is doing on the uh, gadget space. What they're doing there. But they're going to have to have a traditional console, meaning if it if it's doesn't accept physical media, it's going to have to allow me to download the game so I can play them natively off that hardware. Anything less than that, I have zero interest in, because uh, my you know I got Xfinity and Xfinity keeps 
blowing their own horn about how good their internet connection is. Not really. No. Because when they're having problems, you are going to drop heart. You're going to sink like a stone. And <laughs> and I I we've been having some problems here with with their connection. My wife depends on the internet connection to do her job every day, and sometimes she has to spend her time on the phone talking with Xfinity, trying to get them to get their act together on their end. So, nah, bruh. You can, you can, like the kids say, you can miss me with that streaming. But a traditional, a traditional console, yeah, I, I'd be willing to look and, and see what they see what they could do. But it's, I'm also going to have to judge it on the traditional how how I how the, the traditional definition of a console. What are you going to do for me that I can't do anywhere else? If I can play Street Fighter Six on your on your console and everything else, that ain't going to do it. I need to see some games. That I can I can only play on Google Console. That I can't play anywhere else. Otherwise, it's 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 just a waste of money, in my opinion. Okay. Anything else to add, Desmond? I know you said like uh, I know you it's think it's going to happen. It's the wave of the future. Yeah. Yeah, because everyone has a everyone has a computer as well. Everyone has a tower. Everyone has a phone. Everyone has a computer. Uh, it'll be an app. It'll be streamed. It'll be that's how it'll be and you'll 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 buy access you'll buy access to to google games or whatever it's called and you'll stream your game like that new hot that new elder scrolls tan you stream it you know maybe something like that would be good once 5g gets gets full adoption that's what i need then then we can talk then we can talk but Any, but before that, with the current technology, at least what's what's going on in, in most of the United States, nah, I ain't cool with that. So maybe yeah. they're setting themselves up with for uh, once five G becomes uh, the, the 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 status quo. I don't know. Yeah, that's the only way it's going to work because you got to figure, you know, uh, if you're out in bum f like Iowa or out in the middle of nowhere in Kansas or something, where you know you got no internet. Uh, out there, I mean, if you want a game, I mean, what are you going to pay for satellite internet, or what are you going to do? You know, it's like uh, um, you can't wire the whole entire United States. I mean, I wish they would, but <laughs> why can't they? Um, they? They probably should. Yeah, just they, like just like they put railroad tracks all throughout the United States back in the 1800s. I mean, we can talk uh, about why they're not doing that yet. They're not doing it yet because they can't make no money off of it. Why do you think the Why do you think the the There's a internet neutrality went away. Now they can. Now it, they can make money off it by, by laying all those pipes, by laying all yeah. that, that stuff. So that's really what's going on. Yeah. So, so but now, I think five, gonna, doesn't 5G eliminate the need to lay down the wires? Um, now that I don't know. You know, or fiber optics and all that stuff like that. Now that I don't know. So in the comments, if y'all know, and we just talk, and, and I'm just talking out my ass, just let me know. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> you know, me too. let me know. You know, because I know there's much more savvier people out there that listen to this stuff. But, but you, you just got to kind of follow the money on this on this stuff. You know, and if Amazon's putting, and then if Amazon, because that Jeff Bezos guy, the 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 the, the main the head of it, like he he wants to he wants to get he wants to stay rich, okay. Mm-hmm. And if he's thinking about going into gaming, that's because there's something in there. That's gonna that's gonna make him richer. So how is that? And and, and you know we gotta you know we can talk about the government later, but you know how the government is right <laughs> now. So there's got to be something, you know. So just just there's something coming 
down in the next five years, you know, if if you can if you see a big mover like Amazon trying to get into gaming, sums up, sums up. So just I don't know what I think it has something to do with streaming, and you got other people talking about, you know, how my uh, other developers and gamers talking about like streaming and stuff like that, like. You know, I don't know, y'all. <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be like an app. It's going to be a PlayStation app that you have on your computer, and you and you press that app, and then boom, you're on the PlayStation Store, and you can just play and you load your games like that. I'm telling you, it's 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 going to happen. You know, and the, and the big boxes that you have, can, the the big like the 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 the, the um, Xbox One X. Which is still a horrible name of Shimon Scorpio, but whatever. <laughs> and like the PS4, it's going to be the 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 PS app or the or the Xbox app, and then you're going to click on the app, and you have your games library, and you just download it, you know, or or you or or you or you stream it from them because because that's the thing. Like if you have the big enough hard drive, you can play your pay your fee and download the game onto your hard drive, and if you can't, you just stream it from them, you know. Why do you think? Think about it. Why do you think like GameStop and all of them are trying to get out of trying to get out of the game? They they, they smell they smell the blood in the water, y'all. They smell it, <laughs> and they're trying to get up out the ocean. They're like, nope, let's mm. let's do something else. So yeah. that's my thoughts anyway about it. Yeah, you probably you right you right. I'm yeah. not happy about it. No, because I'm an old dinosaur. <laughs> I'm an old man. Get off my lawn. But you right. You 100 yeah. percent right. That's the way it's going to go. And if you and again, if you in the comments want to let us know or or tweet at us, you know your thoughts about this because this again, you know, uh, Kevin's Kevin's not too far off. You know, I'm a dinosaur. Joe's a dinosaur. So we Arr. like we, <laughs> it's not land of time, land before time reference, but <laughs> but like you know, this is changing. So all you young cats out there, you know, what are your thoughts about this? Like, think about it. Seriously, think about it. If we're able to get if we're able to get a really good high you know speed internet you know or or wi-fi or whatever and you can literally have an app on your computer on your phone you know on your tv and whatever you know and you can play all of your games from that app from your nintendo app from your playstation app and you can play your game on the go on your phone you can play it on your the same game you can play it on your um on your TV or on your computer, you know, do you like the sound of that? Do you think that's crazy? I mean, let us know what you're thinking about because I'm, I'm telling you, you know, this is, this is some of the stuff that, that, that they're talking about in closed doors, you know, and they're trying to get that money and then trying to be the first ones to do that. So, so let us know what you think, please. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, Skynet is software, not hardware. <laughs> no, me, me a point. Certainly has a All right. All right. And other news this week, uh, just kind of catch, catching up on the whole Monster Hunter World thing. Um, they announced a event called the Summer Twilight Fest, which is going to start on July 13th, and it's going to last until July 26th. So for two weeks, uh, you'll be able to go ahead and get uh, uh, new costumes for both your handler and Poogie. On there, also all the prior um, event quests will be made available for the duration of the festival. So, any like you know special events, special quests that you might have missed during that time, I like that. Able to make it up during that time. I like that they there. do that. 
I like that they do that, and they're, and they're not singling any one person or people out because because not everyone is a hardcore gamer, and if they miss shit, they're like, okay, like we get this, you know. Once every you know so often, we'll do an event, and boom, here you go, you know. That's nice. Like I like that. Yeah, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't played a game in a while. I'm going to circle back to it and. Uh, Kind of, you know, I think I left off with Nirgagante, I believe, was the last Elder Dragon I fought. So, and I haven't fought all the Elder Dragons yet. I haven't beat the game like you two. So, I'm definitely thinking about circling back to it and maybe getting myself amped up to play Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate on the Switch coming out in August on there. I know you two have both said Negatory Ghost Rider on that. So, but, uh, you know, I think uh, Monster Hunter World's more than enough Monster Hunter, I think. But, uh, yeah, World is just so good. Yup. It's just so good. I mean, it, it, going, going, being, going, playing it on a Switch, it, it, the only thing I would be spend my, spending my time doing is comparing it to World. And that's not, that, that really wouldn't be fair. So I, I think I'm 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 be cool with what world's doing for me. Gotcha. All right. Well, I'm look, definitely looking forward to that. If you guys want to play out there, uh, just let us know. We might be uh, playing Monster Hunter, World, Monster Hunter World back on our game night at some point in the near future. So. And then also other news, Xbox Games with Gold for the month of July. They announced their games for the month. So they got um, Assault Android Cactus as one of the free games on there. And also Virtua Fighter Five Final Showdown, which as soon as I saw that, I applauded them for that. That is the greatest 3D fighting game ever. Which one again? My humble. Virtua Fighter Five Final Showdown. Oh, no. On there. So, you know. <laughs> Uh, in fact, once once I was going to fire up my Xbox One X, I was one of the first games I was going to buy and fire up on there because that is my one of my favorite uh, game series of all time. And to me to have it for free and then putting it out for free, that means I have people to play with, hopefully, online on there to be able to go ahead and go at it. So uh, my main on Virtua Fighter Five is a lion, but I do dabble in some shun. <laughs> as well so <laughs> oh we had some we had some epic epic virtual fighter games so i am looking forward to playing that again as well because see for some reason for some reason i can't get a decent dead or alive game so um so you know i gotta play i gotta play that one not that it's well, not a bad game don't get me wrong you know dead or alive 5 is pretty good and then dead or alive, dead or alive 6 is coming out the beginning of next year so oh mm. see there you go mm. now, now see that give me a good dead or alive game and i'm 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 there with that so i'll be buying that day one so i first i don't know what it is about dead or alive but i love i love that series series is good yeah, no, I, I like it too. You know, any 3D fighter, I'm down with them. Like, like I talked about last week, I'm super down with Soul Calibur Six when that comes out in October as well. So, on that, uh, other games this month for Games of Gold, uh, a game called Death Squared will be available on July 16th. On there, also Splinter Cell Conviction will be available for Xbox Live uh, members on there starting on July 16th. Of course, you know every Xbox 360 game also plays on xbox one uh with games with gold so you'd be able to play that on your xbox one as well on there so those are the games to look forward to this upcoming month for games of gold um don't sleep on assault android cactus that if you like twin stick shooters it's a very colorful but very difficult very hard uh twin twin stick shooter that it's it's awesome i have it on 
on PS4. Uh, I do I'll too. probably be double dipping on the on the Xbox. I guess that game is really really intense. I think is it multiplayer online too? You can play multiplayer with other people. Or just I think it co-op? is. All I right. think it is online co- uh, online co op. Good deal. And then also Xbox Games Pass for the month of July. They got quite a few new titles cycling into the catalog, including some games that are going to be new on release on there. Uh, Warhammer Vermintide 2 will be hitting Xbox Game Preview next month, but it's also going to be included in Xbox Games Pass on there. It will hit the service on July 11th, making it the first new title to hit Xbox Games Pass this month on there. So you actually get a new game included with that as well. Also, additions to the Xbox One's Games Pass this month, Dirt 4, Zombie Army Trilogy, which we all know and love on there, Abzu, uh, Shadow Complex Remastered, Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion, uh, Fallout 3, and Human fall flat so quite a few games on there that have good value with the games pass being introduced with the service this month on there so any thoughts about any of these titles um i will probably be re-upping my my gold games with gold i let it expire um but um yeah i i might be getting i might be be bringing that up I'm still not ready. I I still don't see a need for just for me personally to grab uh, for for game for for games pass. I'm I'm not I'm not there yet. And I'm really waiting for them to bring Ninja Gaiden 2 and make that backwards compatible. (laughs) But uh, I but yeah, I think with this month with uh, what they're doing for for the games that they're offering. Uh, is probably worth a re up at least at least for a six month. See what that's, they do after that. That's what games of gold though. Now with the game, game yeah, with games of gold. That's what I'm talking about. Games of gold, but games pass. No, I, I I just can't make a case for it for me personally. Gotcha. I'm oh, you got still enough. enjoying it right now. I mean, I'm trying to decide what I'm going to do with it. Oh, how, how how many months do you got? You just got the one month for a buck, or did you, got you do the, one the six month? month? I got the one month for a buck. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's six months for 30 bucks, man. I can't believe the value, the value, man, but I haven't activated it yet, of course. So let's just, <laughs> the value, let's see if I, the value. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to extract the value. Hopefully, once I do activate it, it doesn't just go to waste on there. So we'll have to see. But I, I think it's cool that they're introducing some new games that cr- are coming out the console right then and day and date on there. There was also another indie title that came out this past week on Xbox and other platforms that's going to be free on the Games Pass as well. That I thought was cool, cool deal that they're doing that as well. So, because yeah, I have Vermintide on PC, uh, not for, I didn't get it with this Steam sale. I got it with the, the winter sale prior. <laughs> And I kind of sort of regret doing it because I, I've heard that that community is kind of toxic when you don't know what you're doing. Which so one? I would uh, vermintide. Vermintide. Okay. Yeah. So I I really don't want to I don't want to be in, in no freaking open chat with people. I want to have to be be cursing out. I hear so. I heard it's a lot of fun too, but I, I I agree with you. You probably need to play it with people that you know. Yeah, so I'll probably uh, that might be a game I'll check out on console. I'm interested, but I'm interested when they come out with uh, Martyr because that that game does look pretty fun. We spoke about it on the last show. It's their 
It's their do it's their uh their Diablo uh clone, but it looks pretty fun. What I've seen on uh what I've seen online looks pretty fun. So I, I'm actually I'm actually kinda looking to play that game. So it should be pretty fun. Right on. And also PlayStation's uh PlayStation Plus for July got announced this past week as well. Um, the games uh, that are going to be uh, brought out for uh, PlayStation Plus starting on the Tuesday coming up. Uh, Heavy Rain and Absolver for PS4. Uh, Rayman 3 HD and Deception 4. The Nightmare Princess for PS3. And then Space Overlords and Zero Escape. Zero Time Dilemma for PlayStation Vita on there. So I think a great month for uh, PlayStation Plus too. Um, you know, we talked about Detroit in the episode's past and you know of course uh, beyond two souls and now you know getting the other game on uh, playstation plus heavy rain it just kind of puts all david cage's uh, back catalog on the console on there so i think that's a, a good re-up it's something i was not willing to pay 30 bucks <laughs> digitally to pick up a you know ps4 version of heavy rain but i'm glad to have it in my back catalog and of course uh desmond i know you played absolver i was looking very much forward to playing that game and i never played it after buying it and uh you know, one thing that's good that's on games um, with uh, PlayStation Plus is that uh, it might bring new people to the title, and so I might, I was definitely thinking about going back to it. So you should definitely play it. It's a lot of fun if you like, if you like, like, cause, yeah, I know you you like games like that. So yeah, I, I, really I do. Think you should definitely try it at least. I mean, I, I enjoy I enjoy what I played. It's just the um, the one on one combat. You know, you kind of really have to have your flow about it, and and the game is only going to get better. So, yeah, I definitely say definitely say try it. You, any thoughts about playing Absolver at all, Kevin? I know that uh, you played it at a couple a PlayStation uh, experience, like not this last year, but the year prior on there. So, yeah, I, I thought it was okay. I I think it's something I'd definitely be more interested in now that it's part of Plus. So I'll definitely do that. But, I know, uh, I know, you, I know you love fighting games, and you know, basically, you can be able to um, get your own uh, fight moves, right, Desmond? As far as in, well, you 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 pick a style, and then you can. What I like, what I like about the game is is how you learn your styles. It's really great. You pick a style, and then you you know a certain few moves of the style, and the more the more people you fight, and the more things moves you block. You start to learn those styles, and then you can, and then you can make your own fighting style. It's like it literally is like Hand of God, you know. Uh, that one, that remember that one, that fighting game. Remember that? No, I've never heard of it. No, no, it was it was the one that was the God Hand. God Hand. God Sorry. Oh, God, God Hand. Hand. Okay. It's like it's okay. like God Hand, and 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 how you and how you make your. Um, and how you make your fighting styles. Your so moveset. You can mix your move. You're thinking your mm-hmm. movesets. You can mix out of the four different movesets. You can mix them all together to make your own fighting style, pretty much. And then if you have friends, you can run around together and beat up other people. <laughs> so that's one of the things about the game that's kind of funny is you can run around, you can help people, uh, fight other people. But the the one thing, the one, but. The, that's the thing about the game though. The fighting is really good and it's really intuitive and it's fun. The only problem though, is there's no story whatsoever. The whole thing is devoid of story. Um, and I, and I, and I need a little bit more story 
you know, and, and, and by that I mean the, there isn't a single player aspect of the game. Like you can run through and 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 it becomes this sort of catch them all because you got to catch them all because you got to learn all the styles. So so I get that and I get that people are like, you know, that's fun and I want to be able to look around and, and, and try to get all these styles together and do all this other stuff. Like I, I get that, but at a certain time it gets kind of boring and then, you know, and then and, – and you, unless you really like the the fighting aspect and fighting people, because then that then you can just continually fight people over and over and over and over again. And you, and the cool thing about it is, is you always get something, even if you lose, you get something. So mm. uh, I would love to play the game uh, again. Um, if you if either of you start playing it, I would love to run around with you and play it. I like the aesthetics of the game. I just really hope that they add more to it. And I know that they're thinking about adding a new style. A new fighting style and something else to it, so I'm. I, I would definitely play it again. You know, definitely something I'm looking to get into. I mean, I bought the collector's edition for God's sake. So, <laughs> and also it. for it's the PS, it. the PS3 games, man. Now, Deception Four. Uh, I've always looked at that game, and it's like a, basically a, um, a medieval bloody mousetrap, basically. So. Mm-hmm. And so if you've played previous games in the series, I mean, uh, granted, I think you play as a demon princess on there. So, uh, uh, and, what? Uh, you know, it's campy as all get out, you know, with the whole like uh, over the top anime ness of it, you know, where deception in the past on the PS1, it wasn't all about the, you know, the anime boobies and all that wonderful stuff. So <laughs> whether we fire up our PS3 as the player or not, who knows? On there, I don't so. even have a PS3 anymore. No, I still do. I do not. It collects dust, but it's still there. <laughs> and, and then as far as the Vita games, so Zero Escape, Zero Time, and Dilemma, that's the third game in the 999 series on there. Mm-hmm. Um, if you need to catch up on the prior two segments, uh, the non-array games came out for PS4. That you could be able to circle back to that, but that's like the uh, end of that particular series. is the third um, and last uh, game title in that series for that uh, particular console. So it's cool that to see that you're able to go and do that. That's plays more like an adventure game and it's basically like a uh, thing where you have a limited time to be able to go in. It's kind of similar to those uh, um, rooms that they, adventure rooms that they have now on their kind of plays like that. So cool. All right. And that's all the news I got this week, guys. Okay. Well, all right then. So, contact. You can reach us at gamingvessels at gmail.com. You can also reach us in our on, in the respective uh, gaming ecosystems. On PlayStation Network, I am Shonuff7, S-H-O-N-U-F-F, the number seven. Trader Joe can be reached at Joe Fongul, that's J-O-E, F-O-N-G-U-L. No, that's not wrong. That's wrong. My bad. It's Kamunagara. <laughs> K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A. And Des can be reached at Nemotigger, N-E-M-O-T-G-G-R. On the Xbox side of things, I can be reached at Shonuff071. Trader Joe can be reached at Mr. Fongul, right? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Mr. Fongul and Des can be reached at Nemo Tigger, N-E-M-O-T-G-G-R. We're also in the Twitter sphere. Uh, I am Shonuff71. Des is the Nemo6. 
T-H-E-N-E-M-O, the number six. And Joe is uh, Joe, you're Joe Fongul, right? Uh, on Twitter, yes. J-O-E-F-O-N-G-U-L. There you go. And I can also be reached on Steam at Shonuff71, but I'll be honest, I'm, I, I'm, I don't have, when I'm on PC, I don't have my Steam. <laughs> I don't look at my Steam chat. So you're, you're, you're far better uh, getting a hold of us on the aforementioned uh, venues. So uh, with that, you know what? Um, I know this isn't typically the type of podcast that we talk about this stuff, but I just had a beer called a Triple Carmelette. And triple is like my favorite. Uh, it's my favorite beer of all time. It is. It is this. Uh, I think it's the the brewery is. It's like Austria or Austria's oldest brewery. I, I want to say that that's what it it holds. These these monks started brewing beer back in before the Dark Ages and or whenever, and it, it is just fantastic. And normally you can only get it in these big bottles, but we got this new place out here. It's kind of like a competitor to beverages and more, or Bevmo, and it is called uh, Wine Mart. And Wine Mart is freaking amazing. It, it, it is the mecca for alcoholics. It is just the – when you walk in, they have – they have like tons of, of – I mean anything. And, and they have my favorite beer, which is Triple Carmeliette in an 11 ounce bottle so you can get four packs and six packs you can mix and match and, and it's freaking amazing so if if check your 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 local check your cities to see if you guys have a wine mart <laughs> there because it, it, it's awesome <laughs> so that is that is that is my that is my beer guzzling uh, uh public service announcement for the week do we have any other lifestyle announcements? Let's see. Hmm. <laughs> I, I don't. Anyone tried the Bacon Clubhouse at McDonald's yet? Uh, don't I know. did, dude. I tried that yesterday. <laughs> I, that was that. It's pretty good. There you it's, go. It's pretty good. <laughs> oh, there you go. I got that. I got that impression right there. Woohoo! <laughs> I tried that. I had the double. Y'all are making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All righty, folks. So I am showing up seventy-one. He is the Bay Area Terra Dez, and that is Joe Fongul, the food max of gaming who will maximize your gaming dollar, a.k.a. Trader Joe. And we will be back next week. Peace.